0: final half hour of today's episode let me remind you of something which took place earlier today on ksl news radio we dedicated four hours four hours to examining the issue of race relations in utah uh, and now what we did for the most part was we reached out to uh, the african-american community the black community uh, we had guests on from all over the state from all walks of life and we asked simple questions and sat back and listened Today was about listening. For me, at least, it was an opportunity to learn, and I did exactly that. No gimmicks, I'm telling you. I, I learned some things in my eyes, in my mind, in my heart, but it was open to a lot. And I invite you to, when you find some time later on today make your way over to the kslnewsradio.com website or the Facebook page or wherever you download podcasts. We are going to make this available to you wherever uh, you can get it because the information uh, is priceless. So please uh, take a look at that when you have some time, uh, and I promise you you're going to hear some things and you're going to uh, think about some things in a way you've never before thought about them, and you may just uh, be made better for it. Now, I know that I am. Anyway... Uh, So uh, that is that. Check that out. Right now, though, I want to turn my attention to a new publication in the Deseret News, drafted by KSL News Radio's own Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. And Boyd joins me now. Sir, how are you? Doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I, uh, I'm still missing you. Full disclosure, I'm still here in the guest bedroom broadcasting <laughs> each day. You, lucky you, uh, are able to uh, just saunter in and out of the studio at will. Uh, COVID can't touch you. <laughs> <And>
1: <laughs> well, so, we miss you. I've started a petition, a bring back lead to the studio petition. Oh, very so, good. But your well, producer won't won't sign it. Well, that's that's an issue for another day.
0: Yeah, we'll work that out in mediation. Uh, Tell me about this new write up of yours. The headline is vote for political courage this election. What's political courage, Boyd?
1: So, you know, it's so often we we're ending up with folks in in elected office up and down the scale from the national scale, federal government, all the way down to the local level who, you know, only make decisions based on, you know, what's, you know, consultant certified and poll tester approved. Uh, and so we end up not getting to the right policy discussions. We don't get to the right leadership discussions. We saw it in Washington just in the last 24 hours. You've got an you've got an issue like law enforcement reform. Everybody, seventy eight percent of the country agrees we got to have this reform, this reform, this reform. But the Democrats in the Senate voted it down. Uh, Wouldn't even let it be debated. The House would probably do a similar thing today, and the Democrats will flip it on the Republicans. Uh, Meanwhile, we don't get anything forward. So uh, it's easy to yell at the opposition. It's easy to be angry or hold a press conference and call out the opposition. It takes courage to call out your friends and your supporters uh, and take some criticism and some heat. uh, And we just need a whole lot more of that. Uh, you You talk about our conversations today about race. I think I think of a real politically courageous moment. I think of Bobby Kennedy uh, going into a black neighborhood the night uh, that Martin Luther King Jr. was killed. Uh, even his security and the state troopers said, we can't protect you in there. You you, they do not want you there. You should not go there. And he went there. He delivered, I think, one of the best speeches in the history of the world. Standing in the back of a truck in a place where he wasn't wanted Uh from just a couple of scribbled notes on the back of a piece of paper uh, because he had political courage. He was willing to accept the fallout uh, from his own political party, from his own friends, and we just need a whole lot more of that. 100%.
0: 100%. Senator Roy Blunt from Missouri said just the other day, uh, we've gotten, quote, we've gotten so bogged down in wanting to make political points that no one wants to make a law. There is far too much self-service right now. And wow. I, uh, you, no one's immune from it. I'm not going to, you know, you know, I will indict anyone because as you pointed out, we saw it uh, in the Senate on the part of the Democrats yesterday. And there's a high likelihood we will see it on the part of, of Republicans in the House come today. But uh, it, it absolutely boggles my mind, boggles my mind that we we have something, and you pointed out the statistics. Seventy three percent uh folks are on board with this. Tim Scott, uh, senator sponsor in this piece of legislation in the Senate, he has pointed out time and time again that the elements of his legislation are pretty much ninety nine I'm sorry, ninety percent agreed upon by Democrats. That if you compare the Tim Scott bill to the similar police reform legislation making its way, well, in the house right now, uh, that it's it's essentially ninety percent uh, the same thing. Yeah,
1: and and or- the and in the and in the Senate they wouldn't even let them debate it, so the vote wasn't even up or down on the bill. The vote was, can we put this on the floor of the Senate and allow all one hundred members to debate it in front of the American people, have conversation, <laughs> offer amendments, uh, and we can't. And, and it's like you were saying, it's uh, we we've gotten to the point where so many, and not all, but so many politicians. Uh, like to be liked. They love to be loved. They need to be needed. And they don't want to get they don't want to mess that up. Right. Uh, and so often they uh, you saw this in Washington, Lee, sure. where, you know, something goes wrong. You take a little heat, you get a little criticism from somewhere. And the next thing you know, the the member uh, or the senator or the congressperson uh, is in the witness protection program. They're just gone for two, three, four weeks. And, uh, and sh- shame on that member and uh, sh- shame on the staffers behind the scenes yes. who are advising along those lines. It's malpractice. I think it's political malpractice. Uh, we let so many things, again, be, for lack of political courage – that we get these really nice press releases. They're very clean, very scrubbed. You know, someone can read them. Uh, We don't, you know, ever engage in real conversations because we might say something and that might offend a donor or a supporter or a group of people. Uh, And we just need more people who are willing to lean in. Uh, And I went I went all the way back to 1858 uh, in one of the real acts of political courage. You, You were just a boy then, right? Just a kid, just a kid. Me and me and Senator Hatch. You were and there. Senator Hatch. <laughs> we we had ringside seats in yeah. Springfield, Illinois, uh, for the uh, Republican uh, Party uh, big convention there. And uh, of course, they had nominated Abraham Lincoln as their candidate for the United States Senate. Uh, eight o'clock that night, uh, he took to the podium and he delivered a speech that his he had read it to his law partner, who said that is morally courageous and politically incorrect. You should mm-hmm. not deliver that speech. And Lincoln said, no, because it's true. This is truth, and I'm going to stir somebody somewhere, and I'm going to deliver this speech just the way I've written it. And he did. And it did cost him the Senate race. Uh, But I think it's part of the reason why he became president, because he was willing to say things that were uncomfortable to his friends, to his supporters, to the people who were backing him. Uh, We we can't get this—you know, if anybody— Gets any criticism, we go cower in the corner, or as we were talking earlier, go in the witness protection program for two weeks until the heat comes off.
0: When you are elected to office, the the mandate is to do, 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 do not. uh, When, as you say, and as you pointed out, when you face the tiniest measure of criticism, if you recoil, you are you are essentially surrendering. Uh, your position, and you are doing a disservice, and you are going back on the deal that you made with the voters that voted you into office. It is a disservice. Uh, it's wrong, and uh, and it's it's deplorable, honestly, and is a definite example of cowardice.
1: Yeah, it, it, there's just no question. And and now more than ever, we look at the tough choices, the tough challenges we have ahead. Whether that's here in the state of Utah, whether that's at the national level, we have some big things ahead. Tough decisions, hard decisions, good decisions. But we need people who are not worried about holding on to power or how their reelect is going to go. Because think about that. If you have a leader who is in the position because that's the one they want to keep, every decision is going to be tainted by making sure they can hold on to that. We need people who will say, "Ah, you know what, I can go do something else. I can make a difference in this community in a different way if I don't win. But I'm going to say what's true. I'm going to be an independent voice. I'm going to do what truth is. Uh, And I'm going to lead because the the people want to be led. And I think that's why we don't have a lot of trust in many facets of our government right now is because we don't see courage. Yeah.
0: Uh, Boyd, we've got to leave it at that. I'm going to share your opinion piece on my Facebook page. The headline is Vote for Political Courage This Election. And we have until the 30th, at least in this primary race, opportunity still to vote. So if you've got your ballot still at home, fill it out, sign it, drop it in the mailbox. Uh, and you and I together will rock the vote this year from home together with everyone else here at KSL News Radio. Quick break. Well, thanks. Thanks, Boyd, for hanging hey, thank out you, with me. Lee. Quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about the best recipe yeah, the best recipe for bullfrog. I'm open. Hey, hey, hey if you've got a recipe, 57500, 5, 0, 0, Utah Community Credit Union text line. What's your recipe for bullfrog and why am I talking about that? Well, you will find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.